This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, your host on Diversity Bites, the program for everybody who understands the challenges inherent in creating a more diverse workforce. Join us as we explore the strategies and mindsets needed to transcend statistics, increase belonging, and unlock higher performance. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to another episode of Diversity Bites, the only daily diversity podcast in the world. I'm also the creator of the Everybody Thrives program, which is for companies looking to unlock the full power of all their people. So today I want to talk about a topic which uh, you may have seen happening over the last few years or maybe even uh, more recently uh, with a lot of layoffs and uh, the economy. Um, sort of squeezing companies and people. And that's sort of this thinking around DEI and progress, and in many cases, the failure of DEI trainings and programs, which many companies, to their credit, uh, have put a lot of uh, resources and energy and thought behind. And it makes me um, kind of sad and a little bit upset to see when uh DEI that is not working is blamed um, on the programming or the concept of diversity uh, being helpful and useful. And as a result, the people who are leading those programs or budgeting for this uh, gets cut uh, as things get tighter. And then you really start to see where people's priorities lie um, because sure, we'll keep security or we'll keep ethics, but we won't keep um, diversity. So uh, one thing that's interesting to me is what is really the cause of that failure and how that blame uh, is apportioned. So I like to use the analogy of uh, something we can all agree on. Bullying is bad, right? No one's going to say bullying is great. We want more bullies in our school, in our organizations, at our workplace. So let's say for many years uh, you tried to eliminate bullying and hire these experts and hire an anti, you know, chief anti-bullying expert. And guess what? It doesn't really work because the bullies don't really care about the programming. They're not paying attention to it. And to a certain extent, uh, the bullying continues because when push comes to shove, uh, there are a lot of bullies in the company. A lot of them are making a lot of money for the company. Uh, and as long as they continue to perform from a pure performance perspective, they are not punished or at least they look the other way or cover up for them uh, with the bullying. So these programs aren't working. The culture actually supports bullying. And the solution is not to give up and, and stop trying to uh, stop bullying or to create programs to stop bullying. Um, that's not a solution. Uh, and so what is causing the problem and what could be the change? Well, it's the bullies and it's the culture that tolerates them that are the problem, not the attempt to create an environment where bullying is not tolerated. So you can't eliminate bullies. Uh, what you can do is you can make sure you create an environment uh, in your school, in your workplace, where bullying is not tolerated. And guess what? That does not happen with training necessarily. That does not happen uh, with, you know, uh, support groups for people who've been bullied. Uh, that doesn't change it. What changes it is a total cultural change from the leadership 
through management, through new hires, where bullying is not tolerated, regardless of how much income the bully is bringing in, regardless of high performance in other areas. If you're a bully, you're out. That's how you move towards eliminating bullying. But how many companies do you know that are already tolerating bullies in their ranks because the bully makes a lot of money for the company? So extend that to something that's even less obvious than bullying, which is diversity, which can already have sort of naysayers or people doubting that it's really important, right? People who uh, don't support it, they're performing well from a financial perspective from the company, but absolutely doing nothing to support diversity, and in some cases, doing things to hurt it and to make it worse. What will your organization do? What will an organization do? Will they do anything to uh, make sure that that person understands that it will not be tolerated, and if they continue with that sort of behavior that doesn't reflect the values that leadership is saying is important, what will actually be the consequence? Because consequences drive change, not words on a wall, not training programs, not budget even, because people can easily ignore lots of money being spent, lots of words on a wall, lots of mandatory training if they know when push comes to shove, what's going to happen to the bullies, what's going to happen to the people who don't really give a lick about diversity or see why it's important or uh, creating an environment where diversity can thrive rather than an environment where uh, diversity is struggling to survive. Well, thanks for listening. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and this is Diversity Bites. If you'd like to get access to exclusive episodes, bonus content, and other benefits, all while supporting the show, click the subscribe link in the show notes. Remember, when it comes to higher performance, diversity bites, belonging delights.